ever ferry the parks in five minutes now, lads. Five minute call. Over up a bit. Over up. Up, 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 up. Oh man, lovely. Where is it he wants me? He? Ah, no. How in Jesus' name am I supposed to... I shall go all right with the eyes on me. Chance it, Sarah. Oh. Now. Okay, die dog at the hatchet. Is right. That's a win and take the skin here. Out of pure badness. Season's torn. The will do. Waters. On the cleanish side, at least. In fairness to them. To who? So you can nearly see yourself in it. You can. It's not prettier we're getting, Terence. No, sir. The years go on. Don't they? And you find yourself turning into the most awful bum face. If I was a dog, you'd nearly do away with me at this stage. Lovely talk. For a man in the hail of his head. And me blood pressure gone the way it has gone. Mm. Not much talk of blood pressure and you booting pints into yourself at three o'clock this morning. Says the angel Gabriel above on Mount Holy. And you thumping pints of a hydrogen into yourself and the clock got down the stairs. Was it Gabriel was the revealer of serpents? He could reveal them at the head I've on me this morning. Ah, stop now. And only myself to blame for it. The best thing is if we don't give out to ourselves, Cyril. We won't, Terence. We'll go handy on ourselves the one time. We were only killing the hours God sent us. We were only saying hello to the County Clare. That's all. And come here. Wasn't she a nice cut of a lady that ran the lounge bar? Poured into herself. Though hard-faced, speaking as serpents. You've a judgmental streak in you, Terence. You always had. Never softened in you. You were the same way as a small child at the side of the road in Carvin Town. That kind of snotty face on you. It's very unattractive, Terry. Especially when a man has got to your kind of age in life and, well, should have more. And of how would they not have it? After being thrown out into the world the way we were through. 
There's worse misfortunes than whose wheels came off the wagon in Cavan. Of all the places, of all the places in the wide, earthly world our mother and father could have dropped the shoes. They could have settled in Toronto, Ontario. No. Or Portland, Oregon. They could. The way the train moved. Cavan. Sure, what luck had they? Oh, I know. To land back in Ireland in the year of the big freeze. The blizzard of 47. You couldn't see Cavan, and you stood in the middle of Cavan. So it mightn't have seemed too bad. A total whiteout. And the father not in control of the nerves at the best of times. Not a man with nerves of steel, the father, never. If he saw a hat on the bed, it did put him out of his mind. He had his little things like that. Three nights only they were supposed to do in Calvin Town. He'd have opened with sentimental passages from Lear or Othello. He would. There'd have been a Percy French song. <laughs> long, long ago in the woods of Garden Morna. Or two. She'd have come oh, out. Oh, out she'd come, the mother. And she'd launch into Ophelia, maybe. There's room for you, and here's some for me. We may call it herb of grace asunders. Lovely. And there wouldn't have been a dry eye. Nor seat. The crowd would have known everything that was coming at them, and they wouldn't have been bothered in the slightest. They would not. Because people had patience in them at that time, Sarah. Oh, they were lovely people then. They were lovely compared to the maggots now crawling around the Facebook. But the blizzard arrived in Cav. Badness. <sighs> and a day turned into a week, and a week turned into a month. The train out again was never took. And there was us. Not even born, and we condemned to Cav. Good luck, Calibre. Would we nearly empty her out here altogether? Huh? Isn't she close enough to home at this stage? Ah, no. We could be back in Carbonate in a feed of Chinese in front of the 6 1 News. In our armchair. But she said she always wanted the ashes spread and not fear in a hill. I know. I'm only codding you. The girl from Knockfearna Hill is how our father would introduce her. Of course, there were witches. Always on the mother's side. Oh, witches is right. Fish ogre and cures and curses. Is there anything in it, do you think? Well, now, when you consider that our father lived until 1984. The year of the Los Angeles Olympics. And he after been born in 1892. The year of... And when you think of all you had wrong with him. The lungs. The chest, 
the heart, the stomach, the kidneys, the head, the liver, the knees. Oh, and of course it was the knee was the worst of the lot. Oh, it was, because he couldn't put weight on it. The man couldn't get round the place. And that was the knot that tied up the whole bundle. It was the bad knee killed the father for a finish. Never a truer word spoke. In 1984. The year of Cram versus Cole. Over the 800 metres. But for the father to last as long as he did? That wasn't down to medicine, nor no. doctors, nor accident and emergency unit. Though the same poor man darkened the doors of the A&E many's the night. Oh, many. Many's the night. But that wasn't what kept him going. No. No. It was the white magic worked by the mother was what kept him going. The potions, the incantations, ah. the touch. Oh, she had some touch all the same, Terry. She had a witch and the sweetest of them. This must be Talbot we have on our hands. It must be. Jesus, the head on me. No better. Worse, if anything. I'm crawling. Is it any wonder? Hardly. And I after traversing the Shannon estuary. We'd be across the river sticks handier. You come out to Calvin and you wouldn't know what it hit you. Clannish, though. Oh, it is. The water. Lovely boat. Didn't we pick some day to be flinging ashes around Knock Fear Nail? So there was never a look on us. We step out the door and the skies will open. How are you, Terence? How are you, Cyril? That's the kind we were always. Who are you telling? Is this cherry or limerick? There's no way of telling. Look out for the gar flags. No hauling if it's carry. They wouldn't have the price of the sticks. Says Carvin. Says Tuppen's looking down on Penny Hapney. Live off me, wouldn't you? I will. I'm not great in myself. Are you not? Emotional, kind of. And how would you not be? the mother long signed you in a jar. Do you know what I caught myself thinking there a while ago? I don't, Terence, to be honest with you. I was thinking, isn't it an awful thing for your parents to love each other so much? It's not Irish, Terry. To 
loved each other so much and so passionately as ours loved each other. How were we expected to turn out right after it? Oh, it is no wonder we turned out the way we did, Cyril. To grow up with a mother and father, making googly eyes at each other over a pair of soft-boiled eggs in the morning. We could have been on fire, had not noticed. To grow up with a mother and father dancing that Chattanooga choo-choo across the kitchen floor at half-past three of a wet Tuesday. The cavern rain beating down outside. And him thirty years the senior to her. And the pancreas hanging out of his bag. Of course, that was the way with his crowd always. Which was the way? Well, with the younger ladies. Oh, twas. All the way back through with his crowd. There'd be the oldish fellas and much, much the younger ladies. He was from Mayo. There is that to it. Thirty years of an age difference wasn't much the kind of place he was from. Back in the Docks Mountains. Sure was whatever you could get your hands on up there, I suppose. And the most spectacular case of the whole lot was the case of our grandfather. Oh, it was. The grandfather was 86 years of age. The day he stepped down the aisle was a girl of 22. In Tobacco. Though he didn't step exactly. No? He was rolled. Oh. Hmm. Was he wheelchair bound already be that stage? No. He was rolled in his bed out of the district hospital. The must have a nice wide aisle to the church in Tubbacorry. You'd imagine so. To think of it that we had a grandfather that must have been born in or around what, Cyril? The 1800 man. Go back again. Huh? I can tell you exactly when he was born, because he was 94 and our own father arrived. So we'd have been born in... 1798. You mean the year? After French. Where is it we went scourless, Cyril? How'd you mean? Where were the young ones with eyes falling out of their heads for the want of us? Is this petrol? Oh, I think so. Tis. Would we nearly look crooked at a sausage roll? We would do. It might put manners on the stomachs. to be something brutal, don't they? Sure, are you listening to this poor buck? It's hardly even English he's talking. Like a sheep dragging wind out of itself. Huh? Did you know a sheep has three stomachs? You'd hear that all right. But listen to me. 
and we sure were on the way to Nocferna Hill. There's only one place in this life we can be sure we're on the way to Terence. There's a cheerful thought and we trying to buy three sausage rolls for a euro. Are the ashes safe in the car, would you say? Now what class of a creature do you imagine is going to be prowling around a petrol station in the wet end of West Limerick of a September morning trying to rob the ashes of dead mothers out of a rented micro? There's all kinds walking the stones around this place, Terry. There is, I suppose. I mean... Are you looking around you? I am. God help us. By the way, young fella, would you be able to point us the direction to Nocferna Hill? Apparently it wasn't a happy scene, Cyril. Where's this? Above in the Ox Mountains. Oh, I'd say not. The day our father tipped out of the place. No, not easy. To be bullen for road. And to have the want for a stage. To leave his poor mother to her own self and woes. A hard thing to leave home and a mother. We never managed it. Though I tried, at least. Ah, you did. I got as far as Longford. Further than I got. I didn't get as far as the Esso. But I got a cold in Longford. Very hard to run away from home with a head cold. It was more a flu. Ah, it was a bad old flu. The glands were up. Ah, yeah. The glands were like hot snakes at the side of me throat. And home you came out of it. We'd have got further if you'd have come with me. Of course, Dad never saw the ox again. He was harder than us. And not like it was comfort he left our grandmother in. It was not. It was low enough circumstances up on the ox. Not from the kings of Connacht, the leg of us. It was a cabin. No less. Not too many ways to pass a winter night and you inside the cabin above in Dox Mountains in the County Mayo when the year is 1900. You could ram your head off the wall. And the grandmother after raising them under her own steam. Well, the grandfather couldn't have been expected to live long, could he? And he 94 years of age at the time of the birth. Less than a year he lived. He would have died of old age, sir. No. Huh? He fell into a hole, is how our father told us. Now that you see us, aren't you right? I remember. What kind of a hole? He never went into it. The father. Wasn't he as well? But then I suppose the ox could be riddled with holes. 
All we know for sure is it was a black scene the morning Dad was taking leave of the county mayo. The granny was heartbroken. The granny nearly took the roof off. Wailing, roaring, Graw McCree. The granny beseeched him from the pits of her heart not to go. It took a cruel streak to go. Well, if there wasn't cruelty in him, we wouldn't be sat here now. Often the way. And off he went, and the rain falling down on top of him, and seven shillings and a hank of boiled ham in his hip pocket. Wrapped in a cabbage leaf. Hard for him to talk about it, wasn't it? It was. Unless there was an ESB strike. <laughs> ah, well. You couldn't stop the mouth running off the man's face if there was a blackout. Nerves bad on the poor devil if there was a blackout. In the 1970s, no shortage of the blackouts. And he'd talk. Talk. Talk against the nerves. We'd listen. Oh, we'd get the whole lot. Now, Cyril, he'd say. Now, Terence, he'd say. Do you realise you're looking at a man who has seen the lights of Coeur d'Alene? Born in bright <laughs> on the prairie, home. And the mother, swaying before him on the line, as he sang, and the love light in her eyes. We could have gone out the window. They'd have taken no more notice than the wall. What's it it says about the place, anyhow? Knockfearna Hill is a hill in the barony of Upper Canelo, two miles east of Ballingarry and four miles south be southwest of Croom. It has an altitude of 951 feet. Watch for nosebleed. Making it the highest peak in the county of Limerick. According to local tradition, it is host to a community of fairies. Sure, all it did take is one look at the mother. And was the realm of the chieftain Dawn, also known as Dawn of the Truth. Truth? And come here to me, listen to this. In the autumn of 1938, Nakfirna Hill made headlines around the world when two fairies appeared on the summit and thousands of sightseers arrived from miles around. And this the hill the mother came down on? Of course, there was the verse for it always. There was. That she sang. The fairy palace that glances bright on the peak of blue Nakfirna. Now, So it's Ballingarry we're headed for. Tis. When they ran out of Toronto for a finish, her mother and father. The well, whatever it was, went wrong in Toronto. I believe, well, I believe they got familiar with each other in a fish dock. Oh, no. 
Oh, a dull and sober Protestant town, was how he called Toronto, and there'd be a want for sport in the place of an evening. But to be intimate in a fish dock, there was a scandal caused. Good luck, Toronto. Is right. But they'd been happy there. Ah, there had been love. Next thing, the start was got on the train. The Empire Building. All the way. Chicago to Portland, Oregon. Lounge, car, entertainment. Himself down out of the Ox Mountains. Herself down of Nockfierne Hill. Coming now, Ballingarry. Well, would we nearly oil the engine? <laughs> would you think? Sure, it's a fine day they're having below in the graveyard. Or is that? A quick one might get ourselves straightened for Knockfierne Hill. This has the look of a respectable premises. It has. Should we bring herself in? They could hardly object. The two stout again, barman, please, and the drambui. This woman is local. Is she? The Drambui, our mother, was a martyr to all of us. Especially after he went. Now, me darling. Now, me dear. What year was it she left this place? Is right. She was sent to the cousins. In Toronto. They'd done well for themselves. 
that were cute, that were involved in pigs, that brought in a particular breed of limerick pig. The limerick pig had the baiting of any pig that was to be found in Canada. Ate a slice of the back of the limerick pig and was like eating cardboard if you turned to another pig after it. There was Canadians with rash or juice running down their jaws of limerick pig and then rolling around the floor in ecstasy and appreciation. The mother's cousins done mighty. The mother's cousins were the kind would mind a mouse for you. They had a big house got for themselves off Young Street in Toronto. Young Street is right. And the mother was brought over as help. That didn't suit her. No, Skivvy the mother. She was a young lady with a notion about herself. She was built for sweeter things than scrubbing floors and dressing beds. She took to gold to the shows. Whatever was playing, she was at it. And then one dark, fateful night... Didn't she lamp eyes on the father? Beef to the heels down of the Ox Mountains and thirty year the senior to her. A deep, deep booming voice like a class of melodious foghorn. And that was love, was all you could call it. Jesus, when he went, finally, Dad. She turned into a little board. Overnight, she went frail like a little board. She stayed back there with him for 30 years. I think I'm after doing an injury to myself, Terence. How so? I think I have a lung whistling. Slow puncher. That's nothing. I think I'm after unseating a kidney. We're not the men our father was. That was never diagnosed. Would we stop a minute? Here. It's bleak enough, old spot, Terry. You'd run out of it. You'd get a bleak, a bleakish feeling. You're the same as me, then. Haven't I always? This is the way. With twins. Have you the lid tight on the jar? I have. Are you sure? What do you think I'm doing? Playing with it? There's no call to eat the head off me. I'm sorry. I have the stomach bad from the exertion. And dirty pints of black porter. From the exertion of the climb. He can be very past remarkable, Cyril. And the drambui. Bitterness in you. Always. Not my fault you took a head cold in Longford. Leave the past alone. I'm sorry. Have you the bottle of seven up? I have. Good to settle a stomach. Leave the gas out of it. Thank you. Will we go for it again? Okay. Now, says the fella. 
Come on, so. Now, mother. And up again. A few more steps is all Terence and War there. Now, Sarah, we're here. <sighs> what happens next? How do you mean? After she's out. And it's just you and me, Terence. Will we manage, do you think? We'll find out, Terry. It's very dark. Four o'clock in the day. Too dark for that. And come here to me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm thinking? I do. We're not alone. We're not. That it's darker it's getting. That can only mean one thing. That now is the moment. Now is the time. Will we do it so? We will. Okay, ma'am. Now. Now. Jesus, would you watch the wind, Terence? I'm watching. I I'll do it. Okay. Now. Jesus, is she in me bed? Huh? Ah, no. Ah, she's not. Only a small bit. Ah, no. I could have inhaled. Wait. Huh? It's getting darker. And quieter. What are they? Who are they? Are they coming nearer? Greenish. Are they? They are. They're twinned. Oh. Now. We'll be let go now. Oh. Now. Cyril. This is magic. 